Welcome back to my motherfucking channel. Good morning. This is Brooke. It is 8.41 in the morning. And it is October 18th. Literally tomorrow will make a month before my birthday. Month until my birthday. Y'all, um, I'm turned. And I know it don't sound like I'm turned, but like I'm in an apartment so I can't yell like I want to. Like it's real and people still sleep. So in it. <laughs> y'all, I've been waiting for this episode. Yes, y'all, like. This is this is the episode I've been waiting on for real. Though. So this is the episode that we're gonna talk about. Don't be a wife to a boyfriend by Shana Brown White. This is 10 lessons I learned when I was single. So uh, yes, before we get into that though, I wanna say thank you to everybody that's listening to my podcast so far. Thank y'all. If I could, I would kiss every single last one of y'all. Did I look yeah, but anyways, who did that? can't do that because it's COVID. But anyways, you know, if I could, I'm going to give y'all imaginary kisses. But anyways, yes, y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening. My goal, I think I said, y'all, my goal was to reach 300 followers. Uh, I mean, not 300 followers, 300 listens. So I have 170 right now. So it's lit. That's all I care about. So yes, y'all, like, ooh, ooh like, I don't know, like, I feel so, I feel really confident about this podcast, like, I, I feel like I can share that with y'all, like, I'm just gonna be real with y'all, like, I feel like this podcast is gonna be really great, because my, I got better topics, um, I got better energy, <laughs> and I'm doing, I'm, my podcasts are gonna be more consistent than they were last year, because they were just real sporadic and all over the place, but this time, I'm doing a podcast every week. <laughs> Every week, once a week, yes, the vocals, oh yes, but anyways, yes, I I don't have a set day that I'm going to do it, I do, my first podcast was on Saturday, so I'm trying to make all my podcasts on Saturday, but today is a little different one because um, I didn't do my podcast Saturday because I was busy, so I'm making it for today, so this one doesn't count, but all the rest of them are going to be Anyways, that's that point. Yes, thank y'all for listening. So, oh, let me tell y'all so. First things first, y'all. My man met my family yesterday for the first time, y'all. I honestly, I'm not gonna lie. At first, I was like, I'm not even nervous. I was like, you know, it's, I already know how my family is. I was like, I'm not nervous. So, like, literally, I was like, I'm a little nervous. And that made me nervous. But, just saying he was nervous because you know um, anybody who's been like listening to my podcast you know that I'm with somebody that's 10 years older than me so I think he was kind of he was worried about the age difference and he th- I guess he thought that people were going to be freaked out but really nobody nobody asked and nobody cared because this is just like one even my uncle said that he was like you grown I can't really you know tell you what to do so yeah it is what it is y'all I'm grown gonna be 25 if I want to date somebody older than me I can do that okay if I want to date somebody older than me I can do that it's all me but yes y'all like um he was kind of nervous about the age difference but actually nobody cared like I said we had a good time um they they treated him like treated him like a, a normal human being like I honestly I didn't doubt it until my boyfriend started <laughs> until my boyfriend said something I was like oh maybe they will I don't know 
I just didn't know because I already know how my aunt is. My aunt, she she has no filter, you know, and she sometimes she'll repeat something you done said. <laughs> Probably dang near some months ago. So you never know what she's gonna say because I so I kinda got nervous about that. But other than that, it was a good time. We went to my cousin's baby shower. Yes, y'all. And my cousin is having a boy. See, I was team girl, y'all. I really I really wanted him to have a girl, but it, it is what it is. We have another boy in our family, so I guess we, we blessed or whatever. But yes, y'all, this, and then too, this is going to be his second boy. That's the crazy thing. So he going to have two boys and a girl. Ain't that crazy? That's crazy. So that means in my immediate family, we will have, let me see. I think that'll make the fifth boy in our family because we have mostly girls because it's like my aunt, well, my two aunts, my mom, Briley, me, and Kyra. So that make five boys. So, oh, they done caught up to us, y'all. It's now, now it's ten of us. Ain't that crazy? But yeah, so it's five. It's going to be five boys and five girls in my family. It's crazy. Our family is slowly growing, and I was like, I wonder who's gonna have a baby. And I'm really hoping it's gonna be my brother, but we'll see about that. I'm, at this point, at, at this rate, at this rate, we going. My sister gonna be the first one, and and my family's like between me, my brother, and my sister. It might be my sister y'all. when she get older. I feel like she gonna be the first one to to to, to break the ice, cause I, I don't know about me, y'all. I got a whole bunch of stuff going on. Okay, anywho. Yes, uh, I know I got y'all up in my business, but anyway, so let's get started, y'all. I'm ready to get into this to this book because this book was really good. Like I said in my previous video, it didn't take me too long to get through it, so it's um, but it's a lot to to really uncover. And also, I'm not gonna go deep into detail about every chapter in this book just because I want I want you guys to go out and actually buy the book and read it. Get a chance to read it yourself, but so I'm just gonna kind of highlight some of my favorite chapters of the book. Um, actually, let me see, I got everything kind of underlined like uh, all the stuff that I wanted to talk about with this book. Um, but let me go back and just double check on the chapters. I know I'm, I'm, I'm not prepared for that, but, anyways, um, yeah. As far as the chapters, oh, I think I actually wrote them down in my book. Yes, yes, yes. So I wrote them down in my book. that I wanted to cover because I wanted to cover these chapters one because I can relate the most of these chapters which I can relate to all of the chapters like that's why I got through it so quick because I can relate to every really almost everything in this book but I think these were like the most important chapters so the chapters that I wanted to cover today is um La, 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 la. Okay, yes. So, chapter one was, um, chapter one that I wanted to go, I want to go over chapter one, chapter 
chapter two. I wanted to um chapter six, chapter seven and eight. These are the chapters that I really wanted to um, to get into because these, like I said, I can relate the most of these chapters. Most of these chapters. But these, I think, are the most important chapters to everybody that that, that that decides to listen. It's chapter one, chapter two, chapter six, and seven, and eight. Yeah, I added another. I think I... Oh, no, not... No, six and eight, not seven. So, oh, no, I, I'll add that in there because that is kind of important. But, um, anyways... So yeah, let me just give you kind of a brief overview of the book itself before I get into the chapters. Okay, so like I said, the book is um, called Don't Be a Wife to a Boyfriend by Shauna Brown White. And she just basically explains the 10 lessons she learned while she was being single. So this is the overview. Um, So pretty much, you know, she spent most of her life in, in... meaningless relationships majority of her relationships were meaningless majority of her relationships I, I believe that she she held on to relationships that she didn't need to hold on to so and I can relate to that because I've done that with honestly my last relationship let me just be frank y'all my last relationship I held on to it longer than I needed to I probably should have left you know I, I think I might have stayed with for a year and a half to two years and I should have really Y'all, that should only last some months, to be real. I should have been out of there by my birthday, to be real. But, because we got together and I believe we started talking in October, and I should have been done by November, but I, I dragged it on so long. And I think, my whole thing, this is my problem, y'all. I, I, I really do hold on to stuff because I think it just, I, I'm not going to blame it on my son, but it kind of is my son. Like, I'm just emotional. I'm emotional and um, I'm passionate about things and I'm really into trying to make things work with people because I, you know, I understand that people are, are human beings and I think too, I'm, I'm going to add this in there too, I think also it's just a, a little hint of just being unsure of what what will happen afterwards, you know, if we choose to, if I choose to like let somebody go, what's, what's, what's next? You know, what's up next in my life if I let this person go? You know, I just, I'm always just like, oh, my God, like, will I be okay? You know, am I, will I be okay without this person? You know, what's, what should I do next? You know, should I uh, move? You know, it's just, I never know. I don't, you know, what am I going to do if I see them with somebody else? You know, if I choose to move on, you know, am I going to be okay with that? Am I going to be ready to accept that, you know, we weren't meant to be together? Because, like, sometimes I dwell I dwell on breakups. I don't know why. You know, some I don't. You know, it just kind of depends on the situation. So, it just it's kind of that. So, um, I would, I, honestly, I just, that's the one thing I can say I do regret is just holding on to some meaningless relationships and people who don't have my best interests. I, I tend to just keep you know, gravitate towards those type of people and always and never letting those type of people go who just who don't mean well to me. Like I just I'm just consistently making excuses, consistently, you know, um, you know, always having something bad to say but never never doing anything about it and, 
you know, around people to, to, to treat me any type of way, and I don't know why I do that, I don't know, and, you know, I, I thought maybe, you know, maybe just, I don't know my worth, you know, I don't know my worth yet, maybe, you know, that could be my problem, I'm, I'm honestly, to be real, I'm still not sure, but, <laughs> it is what it is. I, I, you know, just, you know, everybody's been there, done that. You know, I feel like this is the perfect book because everybody done been with some, some person. You just like, damn, like what? You, you just be like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, and you never, you don't even get like that until after you done left them alone. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Why the fuck did I do that? You know, you just be like, what the hell? Like, I, I be thinking that to myself. I'm just like, why the hell did I let that go on for so long? I just don't even understand. I think after, and then too, I think after a while, like, I'd be done with the, like, with the relationship, and I never, I never cut it off. Never. I usually, I'm just the type that I kind of let people break it off with me. You know what I mean? Because I think I just don't, I just don't be, I don't be having it. I guess I just don't be having the energy to do it. You know what I mean? And a lot of times when I've tried to break up with people, it turned violent for some, some odd reason. You know, if I try to leave, you know, and I'm, you know, and I think that comes from, you know, the way I go about it. I'm just not good at, you know, breaking up somebody in a in a peaceful way. You know, I gotta I gotta talk shit with it too, and I think that's my problem. I need to stop doing that. Stop talking shit. I need to just be like, you know what, this isn't working out. You know, I'm not feeling good in this. You know, for me, I gotta I gotta do the goddamn most, and I I need to quit it. I need to just say, hey, this not working, and just grab my shit and get that's just something that needs to be work that needs to be work on y'all okay but anywho enough about me you know because it's it's a long story but anyways okay let me get into the first chapter so the first chapter of the book is accept love before you accept love from someone else so this is kind of what I was kind of getting getting into so Shonda Shonda really talks about how like I said you know she she um what am I trying to say y'all so like I said the chapter is accept love before self-love before you accept love from someone else so Shonda basically was saying you know in this chapter she she didn't have she didn't receive the love from her dad before um she didn't she didn't get love from her dad and so she didn't she didn't understand what love looked like and she didn't understand you know she didn't know how to love herself so you know she you know was just you know having you know had casual casual sex with with, you know boys you know at a young age and not really understanding like the meaning behind it and, and you know and what what she lost you know, losing her virginity, she, I don't think she understood, like, what that meant to lose it, and, you know, I think, in a sense, like, at the beginning, I think she just really started to blame her dad, and, because I feel like, you know, she would have, you know, knew better if she would have had her dad in life, but I think he would have helped her kind of, like, guide her in the right direction, and show her that you don't need a man to, to fill those, to fulfill those, those voids, you know, fill those voids, and fulfill those needs, that we have, you know, and, and, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is like to feel, feel our heart up and make us feel love. Like we don't need men to make us feel love. You know, we can, 
we can find love in ourselves. And I think, you know, I think that's what I was kind of trying to say about myself is like, you know, sometimes you don't know your worth. So it, it, it makes you, it, it makes it harder for one for you to leave, you know, or to, to not do stuff because you just don't, you don't know. You, you're not educated on, you know, you know, sex, you're not educated on, on, on men, you know, what to look out for. So she just, she found herself in some, in bad situations. And the parts that I really want to highlight in the, in this chapter was self-esteem has everything to do with myself, not everyone else. Yes, it, it truly does. Like your self-esteem, it starts, it starts with you. You can't find, you know, self-love, self-love of yourself and others. You have to find it in yourself. You have to take time to yourself to love you and, 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 and learn who you are. Because if you don't know who you are, you don't you don't know who you are or what you're about. Relationships and your life isn't gonna isn't gonna be the way you want it to be. You'll never know who you are until you you, you find it. You know, find out who you are. And that I feel like that's something else I do. I feel like I I definitely get mad at people too because I I I be feeling like they have to you know replace those feelings, replace those. Uh, replace the treatment and like the ways that I feel about myself like for example like I just feel like you know I feel loved you know if a man is doing this for me and you know always giving me affection always you know I just have expectations for how I want somebody to treat me and like I get upset if they don't do those things but it's like I'm not giving those things to myself you know, I'm just like, if I give more of that to myself, I'm not going to need it from my man, you know, and that's gonna that, that's not going to cause as many problems, like, we won't argue as much, you know, because I'm just like, well, shit, I can give it to myself, you don't have to do it, you know, I think, and I, you know, that's why my last relationship didn't go the way it needed to go, because I felt like he was supposed to replace all those things I wasn't giving myself, he was re- supposed to replace that, like, us talking all the time, I, I was us always being together, him always giving me attention, like, if I would have just gave more attention to myself, and I, what I mean by that is, like, you know, giving myself hugs, you know, and uh, um, encouraging myself, and, you know, putting myself in a better situation, and not waiting for somebody to help me put myself in a better situation, I have to do that, I just, I focus so much on, on, on somebody else doing it for me, when I can literally do it myself, literally but I just I just I believe that a man I just I've always believed that a man should be doing those things I feel like I shouldn't have to do it but it's it's just certain stuff that I don't you know a man a man doesn't have to fill those voids I feel like us as women need to start you know giving ourselves more credit giving ourselves more love and putting giving ourselves better treatment because a lot of times we definitely like be going over and beyond and stretching our stretching ourselves out thin for other people and, and you know doing the bare minimum for ourselves so I really resonated with this with this chapter one because you know she didn't have her daddy in my life and two I didn't have mine in my life so you know I'm just going off you know just honestly any goddamn thing and whatever my mama done told me but you know my my mom she was raised by her dad, you know, so she experienced something a little different. So the way she look at things is different. She look at things from probably a, man, a man's perspective. And so, 
you know, she she never got caught up in the same type of stuff I get caught up in because she already knew what I feel like she had more of an insight of, of men than I did. You know, I grew up with my mom, so I'm just going off with, you know, more emotion and going off, you know, um, a man need to be doing this, a man need to be doing that, you know. And yes, they can, but a lot of that stuff, I, like I said, I can do that myself, you know. But anyways, yeah. So, you know, she spent pretty much, she also said she spent most of her time, you know, just in pointless relationships and she she said in here she also said I had to be honest with myself and admit that and in fact his asp- his absence did have an effect on me and yes it do you know it definitely not having a dad in your life I can see now it's it has affected me you know I don't really but I don't blame that you know I, my dad you know my circumstance is different from hers you know I, <clears throat> I lost my dad sorry I'm freaking about to get choked up I don't know why but <clears throat> Yeah, my I, I lost my dad, so you know it's a little different from Shonda's, but you know I'm I still you know experience them the same way as I you know shared sexual experience with people I didn't you know didn't care anything about really or you know or I wanted them to feel a void at that time because at that time um, I had just broken up with my boyfriend and I'm just like well shit you know where am I gonna get all those things I was getting from him where am I gonna get that from? You know, I'm up here, you know, just meeting people and we just willy-nilly, you know, just getting to the business, you know. And me, I'm already expecting us to be together. Like, I just was, it was just too much, you know. I thought we was going to be together. Every single person I, I, you know, got a cracking with, you know, I'm thinking it's going to turn into a relationship. Then I may want relationships. And... I think I would have avoided, you know, avoided those situations with them if I would have known their true intentions, you know, if I would have known, you know, they, they just wanted, you know, to get it cracking and that's it, you know what I mean? And I think if I would have, I think the way that I, the, my thought process, my thought process would have been a little bit different if, you know, my dad would have still been here. I think my whole, like, I think my whole just existence my whole like just everything would be different you know I feel like you know I probably I probably wouldn't even be here right now you know I don't know I don't know you know where it would have took me I think you know I would have been looking I've been I would have walked a little different I would have you know my ambitions would have been a little different I think I would have you know been pursuing more things but it's just like that you know the absence absence of my dad really just it it changed a lot of who I am but I'm not gonna sit here and dwell on that because you know I'm older now you know I can make my own decisions you know and this is the time where you need to well assess women to you know change the narrative and really not let something like that affect us like if if it's still affecting you to this day definitely go see a therapist it's it's okay you know and 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 let them help you navigate, you know, through your feelings and how to, you know, get yourself back on track and, you know, and really look for, you know, look for better partners. Because I feel like, you know, you don't have a dad, so you don't know what type of man to look for, you know. So, 
if you don't have that, you know, you need you need some type of guidance, you know, because sometimes going off your own intuition and going off your own feelings is, ain't gonna get it, you know. Sometimes you need somebody to really to open your eyes up and really really show you what's going on. But okay, yes. So back to this chapter. So another little thing she said in this book. Throughout my single life, I was on a quest to find approval from everyone else and sometimes at any cost. That's another thing I was saying. Um, a lot of times, too, you know, when you don't have, you know, that, that love, you don't get that love from your parents and your dad, you know, you seek out, like I said, you you look out for people to fill those voids. So you, you look for somebody to, to always, you know, tell you're beautiful and, and, you know, you don't know, you always going off, you know, how they feel, you know, you know, you're always, um, listening to what they say and following their lead, I feel like, um, and you hang on to, hang on to bullshit, you know, at, at any expense, you know, so, I feel like I have that problem, um, I definitely feel like I have that problem, like, really seeking approval from, from my, my partner and and honestly didn't think that came from um you know not having a dad but I feel like they really that really is why you know I just I think as a child I tried to tell my mom this just some random this is just some random story so you know she was like um she was like yeah she's like um I dressed you up into this age or whatever you know and then eventually you know I'll let you you know, go out and, you know, do your own thing. I said, Mom, but this is the crazy part. Even though I'm older now and I can pick out what I wear, I always need your, you know, I I, I unconsciously need her approval, you know, on something, you know, but it's crazy. I don't really need hers. I don't need it, you know, but I always feel the need to do it. I feel like, you know, definitely as a child, I should have, you know, maybe been given more freedom because I feel like that would have, I guess freedom to pick out, you know, to choose certain things, like choose out what I'm going to wear, choose out what I'm going to eat, you know, so then now I'm not, I don't, I wouldn't have been looking for so much approval, and then I didn't have my dad, so I didn't, you know, that definitely affected everything, but yes, this is another part that I really, uh, it's, it's a lot of stuff that I highlighted in this, in this chapter, because I feel like this is, this, this is kind of where it all starts, like, this is where most of our issues come from, not loving, not giving ourselves more love, you know, and, and, and giving more love out to other, other people, so yeah, she says, um, usually the way we allow others to treat us is a reflection of how much or how little we love and value ourselves, I feel like that is not true, like, I, like I said, I was thinking, like, meaningless, meaningless relationships, and let these people treat me however they, they felt, you know, if somebody wanted to, you know, if I'm talking and somebody wanted to ignore me, you know, I'll say something. I, I would. I'll stand up myself. I'll say something about it. But I would never, I would never really do anything about it. I would never leave that person. I would never, you know, um, I would never, you know, retaliate. Like, I would never do anything about it. I just let it happen. You know, somebody, you know, I let somebody put their hands on me. You know, I let a guy put his hands on me. And guess what? I stayed, you know. And now I think about it, yeah, I didn't, maybe I didn't love myself enough. Because if I did, I would have left. You know what I mean? I would have created some type of strategy to leave. I didn't. I didn't. 
I didn't do anything. I stayed. I stayed, I think, for another, for some months. You know, I stayed for a long time. And I, I would just be feeling so stupid why I didn't leave at the time. You know, I just, I don't know. That And then, two guys, that doesn't happen in two different relationships. And I didn't leave neither one of them like I should have. So, that should tell you that I just, something, something was going on inside of me that I wasn't, that I wasn't taking care of. So yeah, so the another part that I highlighted was I expect the young boys to be men and provide for me what I couldn't get from any from my dad, and to also give to me what I couldn't give to myself. Love myself, self love. So yeah, that's another thing I was I kind of was um, speaking on is that um, we we find people. Who, I think, you know, especially if we, you know, don't love ourselves, we usually find people who who can fill those boys in our lives. And that honestly can put a strain on a relationship. And I I say that just because of um, past experience and and, and my relationship now. I think I, I used to get so upset about, you know, my partner not doing specific things. And I finally was like, you know what? You know, we, we end up having, like, our second or third argument about this one situation. And I finally said, you know what, I'm sorry. Because I told him I saw I was sorry, and that's something I you don't do too much. But I was like, this is this is the time to really just, you know, help him understand, like, why, you know. Yeah, I'm trying not to cry. Ooh, I get so teary-eyed when it comes to talking about relationships and family and all that stuff. Ooh. Get this together, sister. Okay, yeah. So, um, you know, I said, I was like, I'm sorry. You know, I think, I told him, I said, I think I'm just trying to fill a void. You know, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm expecting you to to um, give me the love that I'm not giving myself. And that's what I told him. And, <sighs> sorry, y'all. But, yeah, I said that because... You know, I feel like I needed to finally be honest with him because, you know, I was like, I really want a relationship with him. So I feel like I need to just kind of tell him. Ooh. Sorry, y'all. Let me take a minute. Woosa, 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 woosa. But yes, y'all, so um, let me get a little drink and drink too while, while I'm taking a break. Yeah, this this chapter right here got me hooked because I I could totally relate. But yeah, so I was like, I need to just be honest about you know some things that I'm feeling that I don't talk about because I don't. I'm still you know we're still learning each other. You know, and I feel like that was a good time for him to really learn you know learn a little bit more about me. So I kind of told him I was like, yeah, I told him that, and ever since I told him that, I've been putting less pressure on on him to to fill my voids and I feel like we've been happier you know I don't be like you know because I would tell him like okay you're not giving me enough affection you're not you're not doing this and you're not you know you're not being romantic and this that another you know whatever the case may be you know and I, I stopped saying that because really deep inside it's not about him it's about me it's not. It's not about him not giving me what I need. It's. It's. It's about me not giving me what I need, and not taking, not giving myself enough hugs, and not giving myself enough credit. Ooh, 
some of y'all, I might have to move on for this chapter because I'm finna, I'm up here about to cry because I think it's it's different. It's different hearing it out loud, hearing how you really feel about yourself out loud, and really, um, really talking about you know what's wrong and stuff that you need to fix. So it's a lot, but um, okay, yes. We're going to move on from that because I'm, I'm going to keep tearing up. Okay. And this is another thing that she, she pointed out to. All I care about was reassurance. I wanted to know he thought I was beautiful or that he loved me. That's that's kind of exactly what I was saying. You know, we just, we, ex, we be expecting our partners to just give us every little ounce of their love until they don't have any anymore. You know, we're all filled up. So it's like, I don't. I don't put so much pressure on him saying he, you know, he loves me or, you know, he says I'm beautiful or whatever. You know, I just like, you know what, I am beautiful. I don't need him to tell me that. I know I am. And clearly I can tell, you know, just how people look at me. I'm just like, I know I'm beautiful, you know. But yes. So the next thing she highlighted was I learned just how difficult it is to love someone else if you don't first love yourself. That's why I used to allow certain guys to treat me the way they did, or I, I I would allow certain things to go on for so long. I realized I was beautiful and special whether I was with someone or not. We settled for mediocre relationships even though we deserve meaningful relationships. I let guys play games and manipulate me. Yes, and I, I totally resonate with all of that because, um, like I said, I've allowed you know, certain behaviors, and I allow, I allow people to treat me how they want it, I allow, you know, meaning, meaningless relationships, you know, and I mean, like, just, you know, casually having sex with people, and, you know, or entertaining somebody I knew didn't want anything, like, I, even just, even if it's not just, you know, having sex with them, knowing that it's not gonna go anywhere, but, even just entertaining conversations because I mean like even through a conversation you can kind of tell you know if somebody you know is, has good intentions you know and actually wants something I mean it's because it's all about consistency it's all about you know their type of conversation like you can just tell and sometimes I could tell you know sometimes I couldn't you know but a lot of times when I could tell I, I, I entertain it you know just because I, I just I want that attention so bad I entertain it but I said, I'm going to stop doing that shit because it ain't getting me nowhere, you know. And I, if y'all, y'all want to know how, how much time I really just spent on, really spent on meaningless relationships, I think from 2000 and I went to college. Okay, so maybe about 2015 to about 2020. So that's the whole five years of just bullshit. You know, and that means I wasted five years of my life on meaningless bullshit and not knowing my worth and and stupid people and stupid things and making stupid decisions. Don't be like me. Don't spend five years doing stupid shit, being stupid. You know, you know, just to be blunt, don't be stupid. You know let's be real like be real with yourself and be real with you know your your relationship and be real with your situation you know just stop and think to yourself like is this doing me any good you know am I happy 
you know, am I am I giving myself what I need in this relationship? You know, am I taking care of me? You know, is are my needs fulfilled? You know, sit there and ask yourself that. And if you can't if you can't answer these questions, you know, or if you you're saying no to all these questions, that might be a sign to leave to leave the relationship or leave whatever whatever bullshit you in. Definitely. So yes, um, let's go on to the next chapter because if I if I go on any longer, I'm gonna be in tears. So let's move on. So my next, the next chapter, I'll, chapter, <laughs> I can't talk. But anyways, next chapter I want to get into is chapter two. Let it flow, but don't get stuck in the gray area. Okay, so this is a really good chapter two. I'm gonna try not to go into too much detail because, like I said, I want you guys to, you know, read the book for yourself. I'm trying to figure out where where the dang chapter start. I done lost the chapter. It's on chapter, I mean, page 23. So, let's see. Okay. So, chapter two, lesson two is let it flow, but don't get stuck in the right area. So, this chapter, um, Shonda, in this chapter, she pretty much said, you know, um, it's okay, you know, to let things flow. Let, you know, if you, okay, let me just make an example. So, if you meet somebody and, you know, y'all might have been talking for, you know, like a, a week, you know, some months or so, you know, that that's an okay time period to kind of like let things flow and kind of just see where the, the potential relationship or p- potential friendship or potential whatever and just see where it goes, you know, like, that's okay. But... And then, you know what, you see a lot of people on TikTok saying that, you know, if you don't, you know, have feelings for me within, like, three months or so, if you ain't, if you ain't trying to, like, be nothing serious, then just leave me alone. And I, I kind of agree with that, but at the same time, like, don't, don't rush, you know, don't rush something, especially, you know, if you see it really going somewhere, you see somebody really, you know, is, you know, has feelings for you, you know, and they're treating you the way they're supposed to, the way you're supposed to be treated, and showing you a good time, and they seem like they're really, you know, genuine about their intentions. I feel like let that. I feel like that's a good time to really like let that flow. Kind of let it flow, you know what I mean, and just kind of see where it goes. Cause I mean, even you know, uh, me and my boyfriend, you know, we really we talked for nine months. That's a long time, but I feel like for me that was the perfect amount of time because. Um, I feel like in that time, I kind of got to get to know who he was, you know, and kind of just seeing, like, where our relationship would go if we chose to have a relationship. So, you know, I never did be like, okay, where is this going to go? You know, because honestly, to be real, to be real at first, you know, I didn't know where it was going to go. I was like, I don't know. I didn't even, honestly, I don't even know it was going to really turn into a relationship until maybe about, you know, uh, seven months in, I was like, you know, this, that's kind of when we started talking about, you know, having a relationship, I guess, because at first, you know, it was just like, mm, this is love to flow, we just do what we do, you know, and it ended up turning into a relationship, you know, so it kind of just depends on, like, you know, if everybody's on the same page, like, 
I feel like, but at the same time, I'm also like, well, I know a lot of people don't want to waste their time, like, because, you know, wasting, you know, five months, you know, on somebody, and they don't want anything, you know, so, I mean, this is a little tricky, but I would say, you know, like, maybe after, you know, about five months, okay, well, yeah, about five months, be like, okay, so where is this going, you know, because I feel like it's okay to you know, kind of be in the talking stage for a long time, but I think as you get older, you know, you don't really want to be in the talking stage alone, you know, you kind of want to see where everything's up, but I think, you know, I'm younger, so I'm not really, I have not rushed to, to rushing into a relationship, just because I think I don't want to rush into anyone, any relationship anymore, because I've always done it, I've always rushed into relationships, you know, we'll be talking for a good month, you know, and then we already in love, and then, you know, we break up, we have this, you know, tra- no, I wouldn't say tragic, but this dramatic breakup, and the whole relationship is just shitty as hell, you know, we never did take out the time to learn each other, you know, we both just looking crazy as hell, so I just personally just let it flow, but, you know, that's just me, but, um, she definitely highlighted, I highlighted some things in this chapter because, um, you know, everybody's situation is different. So, men, she says, men don't want to feel like they're being coerced or rushed into something. That's why I believe the Bible says he finds a wife, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. The woman isn't trying to push him down the aisle to make him be with her. If she does, he will most likely end up regretting it or harbor resentment towards her. That's not to say that we should wait on someone forever, but if it feels right and it's flowing right, then play it cool and let it happen. Let the conversation and natural progression of relationship flow. So, um, and she, she, this chapter, this is a good chapter because she also talks about how she started talking to somebody and, you know, she was like, ooh, it's going so well. You know, I'm, I'm just eager to, you know, it to, to move forward into, you know, something more serious. And so she ended up actually messing up the whole, you know, situation because she was already like, well, if you don't want to be with me, you know, she was all like that and just pushing him into pushing him or, you know, forcing him to, for them to be together and all this stuff. And they end up not working out, you know, so that just goes to show that, you know, if something is, is meant for you, you know, it's not going to be rushed, you know what I mean? And that's on either end, like the men rushing, like that's, I feel like that's a red flag if a guy's rushing for y'all, y'all to be in a relationship, that's just, that's a little weird, because one, nobody, nobody like truly catches feelings, feelings like that fast, I know there is such thing as like love at first sight, but I, I believe there's a, a such thing as love at first sight, but you know, it's not always like that, you know, some real, I feel like actually, you know, I feel like real love, you know, isn't rushed, you know, it's, it's, real love is patient, real love is kind, you know, real, real love is patient, so, I feel like, you know, in a sense, you know, if somebody, a guy especially is not rushing, is, what? no, let me say this, if a guy is giving you that, that good energy, and he's not really trying to rush into, you know, and I, what I mean by good energy is, you know, he's, you know, he's, um, he's, he's focused mainly on you, you know, and he, he's, he's showing that he wants to be with you, and he's like, you know, he's taking you on dates, and, 
you know, really trying to, really, his intentions are, are genuine, and he's not trying to rush it, I feel like that's when you just let it flow, because I feel like, you know, letting a guy kind of make the decision on, you know, in, in the, making the decision about the relationship, I feel like it, it just, it's easier, you know, I feel like, you know, the guy wanted you more, I feel like it just works out more, that's, that's just how I feel, how, what I think, you know, I could be wrong, but I feel like, you know, really letting the man decide, you know, when he wants to take things to the next level is, that's just, that's just it for me, like, that's, that's what I think, I feel like men should really, um, be the one who takes them, huh? But, um, yeah, sorry about that, y'all. So, um, yes. So, the next thing she says, um, oh, the next thing she says, she does know to self, never assume what has yet to be acknowledged. And that's just kind of what's the, kind of what I was saying. Just, um, don't make assumptions about, you know, where your relationship's gonna go and don't, you know, start fantasizing about stuff because then if you, you know, you, set yourself up to to be disappointed if you just assume like what's you know where the relationship's gonna go so yeah I really resonated with that and then she also says although I had to learn how to let it flow I also learned how to determine when it was time to stop letting it flow in other words I used to have a habit of acting as if things were something they weren't and I'm not talking about having faith or speaking certain things into existence there were times when I found I found myself in countless situations where situations where I was caught up and confused. I often found myself in the place that I like to call the gray area. Think about the colors, white, black, and gray. We are in a white stage. It is like a blank canvas. It's just two people starting out and getting to know each other. Then there's the black canvas that signifies that the white canvas has been filled. In other words, both parties are exclusively and unequivocally committed to each other. Then you have the gray area. That's where things get really confusing and it can have different meanings for different people. The gray area can mean two people are dating but not exclusive. It could mean two people just met and they are, for a lack of better words, just messing around or talking. Another example could mean both parties are growing closer but one of them may have, may be hesitant to take the relationship to the next level. So yeah, that's kind of where a lot of women get stuck. I think a lot of people are just like, um, you know, you're just like, okay, uh, you seem like you're ready to move on to the next level. I'm ready to get, you know, move on to the next level, but it's stagnant, you know, it's stationary. You know, you're just like, okay, it's not going anywhere though. So what, what's the issue? That would be like the gray area. So like, that's kind of what she's saying. Or like she said, maybe you're in a situation and it's not going anywhere. They're not talking about doing anything past being in a situationship. You know, that would be considered a gray area. And so, you know, that's where you don't want to get stuck in a gray area. That's, that's, when you get stuck in a gray area, that's the, that's the point where you're supposed to be like, okay, what's going on? Like, what are we doing? You know, when you get stuck in something like that, that's when you're like, okay, this, this is when you start landing close, when it gets to this point. 
Okay, and she also says, men will do, do what you allow them to do. I failed to discuss his and my expectations in the beginning, which meant I entered a relationship without really knowing exactly what he eventually wanted from the, the relationship. Oh, that's my problem too. I, I do that too. You you get into it, you know, not even knowing where it's going to go. Like, you don't know what their expectations are. You don't know if they, you know, want really want a relationship or if they're just, you know, telling you they want a relationship, but they just want to, you know, get it cracking, you know. So, that's my issue. But anyways, and, and that's why I highlighted this chapter because I can relate to this chapter. This chapter really did something to me. I was like, dang, like, it really had me reevaluating me. I was like, okay, girl, you, 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 you've been playing with the food for too long. But she also says it was during that time when I, I had to decide for myself how long was how long was too long and how soon was too soon. And so yeah, this this is probably the most confusing thing about relationships. It's like you it, you kind of get stuck in the in in the rock and a hard place. It's like okay, do I you know do I say okay where is this going or should I you know do I need to let it flow? You know it kind of just it's situational. Like like I said, it kind of just depends on you know how you feel and how they're how they're treating you you know if it seems like it's you know if they're giving you like some hard creep hard concrete evidence like okay they want to be together you know but maybe you know they're not maybe they're just not quite ready and it's not they're not ready because of they're talking to somebody else or anything but maybe they're just not they don't want to rush into to another meaningless meaningless type of relationship so but then that's also you know something you need to discuss with them is like you know uh, I wouldn't necessarily necessarily say you know like where's this going but just say hey you know like um you know I can tell that you know we're feeling each other you know and I, I, I kind of noticed that we're kind of at a standstill now so you know like what you know maybe what's causing you to you know us to you know be stuck in this in this one point you know because a lot of times they can be sometimes aligned you know like I said they might just not be not mentally ready you know to be with with someone they they might just be you know like I said maybe still heartbroken you know or afraid to 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 start something else with somebody you know maybe not ready not you know emotionally or mentally ready to to learn somebody new it's it's a lot of stuff that gets into it goes into it but you know like I said that's just a conversation you have to have with the person with so yes and so this is another um thing that that I felt was really important um that um that Brown said was um while it's important to let things flow it is also important to have some type of idea where things are headed. Don't end up like I did in another situation trying to force things that happen so fast that you end up chasing people away or entering into something without having a clear understanding of expectations. So that's kind of what I was saying. Just to reiterate, um, you know, what she's saying is that um, really, really what I'm getting from this is really take out the time to figure out where you know where the person's mind is because you know like I said a lot of times we just assume you know because they're doing this and doing that that they they want a relationship but a lot of times they might be doing it and and don't have no no expectations of y'all getting together y'all getting married or whatever the case may be you know so definitely um you know look out for red flags and, and really listen to what people are saying listen to what they're saying and listen listen to um, really listen to the stuff they say and, and 
really pay attention to how they treat you because a lot of times, you know, the way that somebody treats you treats you really shows you, you know, you know what they're what they want, you know, what they're expecting out of life. So yes. But okay, yes. Next chapter. I was. I'm glad I was able to get to that chapter because I that first chapter really did something to me. So next chapter is make yourself a priority while you can. Okay, so I really resonated with this chapter too. This is um, page 71 of the book. So lesson six, make yourself a priority while you can. So I felt this chapter on a whole different level, like even more than chapter one and chapter uh, chapter two, like chapter six just did it for me because um, definitely like this chapter. So in this chapter, Brown talks about how um, pretty much, you know, she let, she she pretty much let her man run run her life, you know, and I don't mean like he told her what she needed to do, but like she really based her life off of, you know, what he had going on. So I know one part of the book she said, um, you know, he his favorite, you know, he had a favorite um, art author. And so what she did was she went and read all them books from that one author just because he liked that one author. And with, you know, that's okay, but, you know, if you doing it, you know, just to make them like you more, then that's, that's a problem. <laughs> you know, it should be, you know, you know, natural. You know, if it, you're doing it with expectations, you know, with, if you're doing it just to expect, because you expect him to, you know, to like you more, to, you know, treat you differently, you know, treat you better, whatever, that's not how it's supposed to go. And then, and another, another part, she said that she ended up, um, she had like a whole job lined up, like she had like a really good job lined up, you know, she had moved to a whole different city, you know, was gonna, you know, really create a life for herself, and she had a business, and all that, and she chose to leave that all behind for a man. And you know, that's okay, but um, I think the whole thing about it is the the guy that she did it for. You know, it didn't go anywhere. You know, she it didn't it didn't give what it had supposed to have gave. You know, so she just you know that was a mistake on her part. But she said, let me just kind of. Um, kind of give you more detail about um, her situation so she said I was juggling school my position as a resident assistant my extracurricular activities my boyfriend and our relationship at one point I figured it was all too much and maybe college wasn't the right thing for me even though I knew how important it was for me to finish I started finish what I started I used the business as my scapegoat to um, justify my reasoning for slacking on priorities like going to church and keeping my grades up um, let me see. I reached a point where the business wasn't going as well when I first started. Plus, I was in co- I was on college student budget, which wasn't much. I realized I was putting more into the business than I was receiving, and that my clientele list wasn't growing. All of my life, I dreamt of uh, graduating from college, knowing I was going to be one of the few in my family to accomplish that goal. But for some reason, I thought it would make more sense to take a break from school and concentrate solely on this new business venture. I cannot even imagine how my mom would have reacted had I told her at the time. Needless to say, everything I contemplated had less to do with the business vision and more to do with with me putting my boyfriend's priorities above everything else. 
I was more interested in his plans than my own. He was the one who told me I was wasting my time trying to graduate even though I was almost finished. I supported him in his venture, but he didn't support what I was trying to do. Obviously, I was more concerned with his plans and what he wanted to do in the midst of everything. I almost forgot forgot me, all because I was too afraid of losing someone who I wasn't who I wasn't meant to be with anyways. And so I really resonated with this um, with this um, part of the of this chapter because I feel like I've done this before. I've I've really put all my all my dreams and everything that I wanted on hold for somebody else, you know, thinking that, you know, me and him are going to work out, and it, it never worked out, and I've been in situations to where, like, even even before, like, it was one little thing, like, I had accomplished something, I had ended up accomplishing something, and my partner didn't care at the time, I was like, you know, and at the time, like, I didn't really, I didn't pay attention to it, but, like, as I look back on it, I can see he didn't care. Like, he didn't care about whatever I had going on. I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, that should have been my cue to leave. That, that should have been the, the, the straw that brought the cameras back. But I was like, no. I was like, you know, maybe he just, you know, he's upset at me right now or something like that. I don't want to talk about it. So that's, that's what I was thinking. Because even at that time, though, we did, you know, we had got into it about something and, you know, whatever. So I figured, you know, he was just like, that's good, da, da, da. You know, it was kind of like that. So I could tell, like, deep down inside, he didn't care. You know, so definitely don't put your, your, I feel like in certain situations, yeah, you can put your partner before, you know, something you have going on. It just kind of the, depends on the situation. But if it's something like a goal that you've been trying to complete, you know, because in the end, you know, they always say that, you know, you have to have individuality in your relationship that means that you're you should be able to you know have your own goals and have you know things that you love and things you like to go do with your friends you know and I feel like it's okay to you know put yourself above your partners and you know yeah sometimes it seems like you you know you're letting your partner down or you know being selfish but in a sense, you have to be selfish. You have to, you know, have some sense of selfishness in your relationship. But I feel like there should also be limitations on on your selfishness. I guess so because I think, in a sense, you know, it is stuff that y'all should do together and have things y'all do together. It doesn't have to be something that only a partner can get accomplished. You know, it can be something that y'all have together. Let me make sure I'm not running out of time, y'all, because I think I only got a minute. Okay, so we're at 58 minutes. So um, what I'm going to do is make this, um, make a part to this, to this, um, to this podcast, because I still have about a chapter or two left of this one. So thank you guys for listening. See you next time.